Hello, 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 everyone. So welcome to Mindset Explosion. And tonight we are talking about a growth mindset um, and the importance of it. I've got a very special guest, Helen Mottram. I will just bring her in in just a sec and we will find out a little bit about what some of the, the great things Helen's done, how she uh, adapts a growth mindset and then helps her clients you know, improve on that uh, or, or work on a growth mindset for the great things that she's doing. So let's just uh, bring in Helen now. Hello, Helen. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really good. Um, great to have you on the show at last. I've been trying to get you on here for years. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, been very busy. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. As I said, tonight we're going to talk about, you know, about the benefits of a growth mindset or taking control with a growth mindset and, you know, how that's helped you, uh, you know, do the many things that you're doing and just speaking uh, just now, you sound so busy. Um, yeah. Obviously you're taking control of your time from what you've told me, which we'll, we'll talk about, you know, um, in today's show or evening's show. So let's get, first of all, um, introduce yourself a little bit, let the viewers know a little bit more about what you do and then we'll, we'll get into how this growth mindset has got you doing the thing that you love. Okay. So I'm Helen. I'm a Cheltenham born and bred, and I've always been passionate about animal welfare. But also I have a real passion at helping people overcome their issues, whether it be with their dog or in their business. So I coach pet pros, so dog trainers, dog walkers, pet behaviorists, but I also train dogs as well. And the main thing I do is help dogs who are anxious or nervous. So that's more of the pet behavioral side. Also run um, a wildlife rescue. So helping injured birds. And um, recently I've been really focusing on my personal development, um, my health and well-being. And I've really got into the fitness. So um, kickboxing, Matt. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, really enjoying life. Recently uh, walked up the Free Peaks, so did the Free Peaks Challenge and recently employed my husband. Uh, not the best time to be employing someone in your business, but it's turned out really well and he's getting like five inquiries a day for dog training because obviously there's been a, a bit of a boom during lockdown. So, um, you know, I'm really big about that uh that, that balance, that lifestyle balance. So, you know, my days are spread between the rescue, mentoring pet pros and social cause. But you know what? It's been a real help employing Tristan now and that puts the strain and pressure off me. And I do take about two hours a day just for myself where midday I'll go for a walk, go to the gym, uh, might climb some mountains. So I'm really enjoying this, this more of a balance now. I, yeah, so um, I guess in business sometimes that, that's not always so easy, is it? To, it's, no, no. You really work on that, haven't you? Definitely, definitely. And I, I think that's one of the biggest pain points of some of the um, pet pros that I mentor is that work-life balance, getting that balance right, making sure they're not up to 11 p.m. answering those emails, you know, taking phone calls and it is very easy to get that so it's all about setting boundaries and you've got to incorporate the personal and the business it's not just about business all the time it's about you as well I think that's so important yeah I agree um so like um because obviously the mindset like I know you said you're not really a mindset I don't think I'm really a mindset coach it's just probably similar it's just it's a big part of what I do and obviously 
for you to yeah animal behaviors you know and helping owners with their dogs and you know that, that that's a mindset thing and and would you say the mindset is more of the dog or the owner i'd say um it's more about the owner because a lot of owners are worried about what other dog owners will think of them their anxiety can transfer down the lead um so i'm all about you know making sure that they're motivate motivated and inspiring their dog and i would say you are your your dog's wingman um if you can be positive then that's going to help with your dog's behavior so like i said the main thing i have is dog aggression so or anxiety i prefer to put it where dogs are nervous of other dogs they're nervous of people but if you imagine an owner going out and walking that dog and then they suddenly see a dog in the background they go, oh, you know and they start stressing and then they, they focus on, you know, the, the lunging, the barking, you know, my dog's always being naughty, but it's not about that. It's, that dog is really having a hard time and it just needs to have that confidence, you know, and they can, you know, they can support and really push their dog forward, but they need to look at what's going inside them first, what's happening there with their mindset. Yeah, I guess everything starts with ourselves. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. 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 So, like, how did you, um, so, so you just told me about a book, that which is actually the yeah. first proper personal development audio I ever listened to. Um, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So um, when my nanny um, passed away, she left me the book, uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I was going through a real struggle when I was in my 20s and um, I read that book. And the nice thing is that she'd underlined a lot of the passages. So as I was reading it, I was always thinking of my nanny and she's always been here by my side even though she's passed away now, she's been an absolute inspiration. And I was watching a home video the other night and seeing her on camera again and listening to her voice, you know, I can still feel her soft, delicate skin, but actually hearing her voice, I was like, oh, bless you, Nanny. So, yeah, she was very inspiring. And I've, I've read a few mindset books, but I'd say that one, that one's just awesome. It's just my favourite. And I read it over and over again. <laughs> Can't put it yeah. I don't, I'm not surprised, really. Yeah, no, that's... Um, so how has how like the growth mindset, how did it get you involved in, um, you know, start first starting your own business, doing the, you know, the, the, the bird rescue, you, you know, you're doing, I feel, I feel like you're just busy doing, oh my God, it's almost like you're spinning all these plates. <laughs> and I actually got time to go to the gym and climb up all these mountains. Um, Cause I know you're busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What people may see on social media is, it's just like a, a window, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Got, there's a bit more to it than that. So how how did you get into, like, how have you developed your growth mindset and to, how, you know, and took control of it, basically? So I used to work a lot in social healthcare. So I, I work with um, young adults with learning disabilities, um, some quite severe mental illness, and being around them and kind of, I would say walking in their shoes, you know, walking people's shoes and understand. And, you know, me, I'm, I'm very much about taking care of myself. You know, I've, I've been through a lot of issues in my life and reading, getting out and about and taking back that control was so important to me. But it's, it's about learning from experience and other people. And I'm very much a people person. Even when I used to run my events organisation and social group, people would come along to a social event for the first time. They're like, Helen, I, I can't walk through the door. So I'd literally meet them outside, like hold their hand if I needed to. So 
I was able to relate to their journey and really empathize with what they're going through. And I think I've always been a very caring, nurturing person. I see, I see things differently. I mean, it's like um, Temple Grandin. Um, I love her stuff as well. And um, basically she talked about when she looks into around her, she can see like, you know, like the, um, oh, I kind of don't know what I mean now. Um, when there's little specks of dust in the room. Yeah, we yeah. Can't, we can't really see that, but she can. She sees like things that people don't. Sometimes I'll be walking down the road and I'll see things differently. I'm very like visual. I love people watching as well. So that's yeah. really helping people watching and just, yeah, focusing on other people and then obviously going back and making sure I'm taking care of myself, you know, because that's so important. Yeah, definitely. That's really interesting. I, I think that's quite, um, I think I said to you off uh, before we came on air that, you know, you, you are quite an empathic person. I've kind of felt that you know, and a few times that, you know, we met before you came to um, the kickboxing. That we got a shout out, Robin Waite, of course. He's coached just really well. <laughs> yeah, he's up there as well. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've, I've kind of you know, that, that's the vibe that you've given off and just quite, and, you know, I've seen you, I've watched your, some of the stuff on social media, media over the years and, you know, you're obviously a very caring person. I, I think that, I think that's a big trait in, you know, what you're doing, obviously, and not, not you know, you care for animals, you care for people, you just seem to care for life, but you, you seem to have fun with it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You've got to have fun in life, honestly, and, I'd say I'm quite a relaxed, laid-back person. I used to be so stressy as a kid growing up, you know, tantrums and everything. But now I'm just, like, quite laid-back. So I'm a bit spontaneous, which isn't always the best thing. But I think, you know, in life I've tried to have too much control. I think sometimes you've just got to be a bit more relaxed and live each day and try something new. Like Before I'd be like, I'll do this and this and this. And I, I'm all for having a great default diary, but sometimes, you know, Oh, I'll just go for a walk today or oh, I'll try this new hobby today. So I like being spontaneous and that kind of keeps me going, keep me lit up. So really love that. I think that's quite an important thing to do though, because, um, you know, a lot, lot of gurus or mentors will say, do something, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone. And I, and I, I know it helps us grow. Yeah. Um, it seems like you've done loads this year. What's going on? <laughs> So you did the, was it the Three Peaks Challenge you just did? It was that coming up? Yeah, um, well, we did it, I think it was like a month ago now. So um, I got into my walk-in about five months ago. Um, beginning of lockdown, I literally hid in my bed, didn't want to go out. Mm. And I felt really scared. And I, was, I wanted to be safe because I live with my dad. You know, my dad is older. And I didn't even want to go to the shop. And I think it's so important to get outside even just for 10 minutes, but I wasn't getting outside. I was just staying indoors, which isn't good. Yeah. Um, then our friend invited me and Tristan to come along and start walking. So we went out walking. We just, you know, walked some good hills in Cheltenham, you know, the Cotswolds. And then uh, he popped a post on his timeline saying, does anyone want to do the free fix challenge? And I thought, yeah, I'll go for it. And then I started training. Didn't have much time to train, but um, so I was at the gym and, you know, doing the running and doing the kickboxing. So it all it all added up. And I think overall I had four months training. And yes, it was blooming hard. Ben Nevis. <laughs> killer. Absolute killer. I'll never forget that. But I somehow pushed through it. 
I just had just had like I think my nanny on my shoulder just telling me keep going Helen because I mm. I felt like giving up so many times so hard but that's a mindset thing you know even when you're so tired and shattered and you want to give up and it's the same as business we go through these these like days in our business you're like oh it's not working I might as well just give up but you just can't give up you've really got to keep pushing through yeah definitely I yeah that's so true as well I have them have days when I just think oh my, I'm just exhausted I have to switch off I literally just well I'm not I don't even stress about um you know I need to do this 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 and this because there's just no point I won't get anything done um and then I'll just fluster myself so I, I I've learned, I think, over the last few years, like, I'd stay, no, this is this is not my day. But then a creative day may come on a, a day that I wouldn't, you know, normally be. Yeah. There. So I, I must admit, I don't really follow that default. I stare, you know, having yeah. that habit yeah. as a guide, but no, not today. That's that. It's, it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. There's no point. Otherwise, I'm just, I, I'll, I'll be sat there just staring at my <laughs> laptop thinking, yeah. no, I, get that. I don't know what to do. <laughs> List. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd have to write a list on how to start the first thing on the list. So uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and again, I think I can relate a little. I think a lot of people could relate to, especially this year, where we a lot of people went inward a little bit at some point. Not everyone. But I, I know that you did. So to to take that step forward is so important, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I had a bit of a change of my image. I walked to Tesco's one day and I saw some pink hair dye for, ah, always wanted to be pink. And then I had my hair cut really short and uh, <laughs> then got some piercings. Now, what next? So I think I'm probably going to stop here. But, um, <laughs> you know, I found, I found a passion for leggings, a bit random. But now I, I have this thing about wearing bizarre leggings. And it's actually a thing. There's like a massive following on Instagram for people who wear leggings. I mean, what is that? <laughs> I just thought, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it's quite unique. And actually, my clients really like it. So um, I used to like for I conform and like go to my clients' houses in Wellies and Tweed, you know, like the whole Cotswold Cheltenham look. But now I, I rock up in my pink coat, my leggings. You know, my mountain boots and they're kind of like oh wasn't expecting that but then they can identify with that you know the tweed was not Helen it didn't yeah. it wasn't my personality and I think I was trying to be something that just wasn't me so now I'm gonna be myself and if people don't like that you know they can find they can find someone else <laughs> Simple as. Um, yeah otherwise we attract the, I, I suppose yeah I know what you mean I guess otherwise you, you, you just attract the people that aren't going to be right and it, it it's not fair on both of you i guess right yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I, sometimes you come in i'm thinking is that helen there I, <laughs> yeah not, because we got masks on <laughs> is, that, is that the eyes i don't know <laughs> but yeah, I think I get, sorry yeah yeah i could get my hair cut a little bit more i think but um that's about it i think might might be different color some sometimes but you know but it's good. It's good to try all new things, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think I think that's really inspiring. I think you've um, highlighted something. As in, we can uh, we just have to be ourselves. We, we kind of we are surrounded by so much conformity. Sometimes, you know, a lot of the time with 
social media and you know and even in our own sometimes our social groups it, it it's there and it i guess sometimes for some it can be a lot of pressure yeah but i i've um one of my coaches years ago he said look you're just trying to attract and repel people and that's that and I was like, what repel people why would i want to repel people and <laughs> i don't want anyone to be i feel like that but it made sense it, it's that not just my everyone's right for um you know our tribe and otherwise mm-hmm. um it's just not a win-win and exactly yeah Oh yeah. So definitely there we go. That's as one for our growth that's one more for our growth mindset. Be you. Yeah. Be you. So and I and I love the fact you're trying all these these different things out, entering that cave of fear. And Mm. I hope don't mind me saying when you came into the kit box, I can see you were quite nervous about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you've just really, you know, just Got in. I was thinking, oh, I don't. I wasn't sure if you'd be back, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I say, like the first one, I was like, oh, this is really, really hard, but I'm getting better at it now. It's yeah. just those lemon roundhouse kicks. I still need to. <laughs> but actually, they're really nice, and you can see other people going at their own pace, and um, it's just a really nice atmosphere. And it's fun. It's not competitive. You're all just having fun, and it's. I don't know. It just makes me feel good about myself and. But yeah, it was very nerve-wracking walking into a room trying something I've never ever done before, and I had no expectations because I did no research. I thought I just do it, but um, so that's why it's kind of nice. I like to not have expectations. If I'm going somewhere, I used to research, you know, like with Ben Nevis. I thought, no, I'm going to do a little, watch a couple of YouTubes, and then I don't want any expectations. I want to go there and see it for myself rather than on a camera. So um, yeah. But isn't that life in general? You have to experience it for yourself. And it's either going to be, I guess, a bit marmite You either love it or you hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, um, what other things have you got coming up in terms of, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone that's obviously really helping your growth? Um, so in December, I'm going to climb Ben Nevis again in the snow. So, um, yeah, that's going to be really, really hard, I think. Um, obviously, my focus is the Pet Professional Network, which is my global community. So it's really pushing out and getting more people from different countries, which is really hard, getting my name out there, because yeah. I'm well-known in Cheltenham. I'm becoming well-known, you know, in London. But it's trying to get other countries on board and trying to be a bit more brave with my content and just being quite more blunt than I ever have been before. And like you say, if people don't like it, you just, you know, you'll find your cheerleaders and your crowd. I think we have to be a bit brave with our content, definitely. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, there's not much of the year left, is there? And it's it's been a bit of a crappy four months, to be honest. Um, I would have loved to do much more. I would have loved to have travelled this year. I was off to Cyprus. That got cancelled. I was off to Poland um with my dad to see all the war stuff out there you know quite moving um mm. and we planned to go to Taramlinos as well and that, that was all cancelled obviously so um yeah maybe next year we can do all that and I will be going back to Cyprus in March again to do my rescue work which is an amazing experience working with those dogs giving them a second chance yeah uh, this be really rewarding yeah I guess that's it well we, we all know it's it's just been um it's, I don't know how to describe this year, really. Uh, I, I felt like it was March just yesterday, so it's just whoosh, 
was yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, all those things we, we just have to do next year. Um, yeah. And hopefully it's just, yeah, but, but what's good, I guess, it, it, do you think you would have done some of the things you um, had it been the normal year? No. I think COVID actually pus pushed me to do these things. I don't think I would have walked mountains. Um, you know, I, I probably would have been incredibly busy in March. Yeah. It's my busiest month. Had no business, obviously, because couldn't work. So yeah. I think not working uh, re-evaluated my complete life. And there's a lot of changes that had to happen. So, you know, I hate to say this, but it's actually brought some good stuff. And I, I, I hate to say that, but it's true for me. I think you have to say it. I think we all need that at the moment because we know what's bad. We know that people have been ill. We know people, unfortunately, have um, you know, been really sick and passed away. And it's affected a lot of families. But I don't think we should fear away from saying there's been good that's happened. I've enjoyed this year for the time I've had with my children. Yeah. I've had less money. You know, it's not been financially great, but I'll take time with the kids any over that any day. So I'm the same. I've had to pivot. You know, we've all had to pivot a little bit and step back and think, well, you know, what what are we doing? When we came back open, like, didn't I? Um, we cut back some classes just because we had to. So now we're, you know, we're, we're busy. It's not this maybe, it's kind of good and bad, I, I suppose, as in it's good that we're busy, but, and it's so, I'm going to put another class on to get all these people in because I know we're going to burn out. So it's made me really think about the staff and, you know, their time and the, the, what, what they're doing. And um, a bit like what you were saying, I don't know if you said it on, uh, when we was on air, but, you know, you're, you're cutting back on you know some of the one-to-ones that you're doing i think you know we're putting ourselves first now yeah yeah so one-to-one -one works because i i have to do a lot of my online work and if i'm traveling i can't be looking after my online client if i'm traveling you know yeah. Yeah. um it's it's a hard one so i've kind of reduced it to like five clients a month now for social cause yeah. um did get up to I was back at 20 clients a day a month sorry so I do like programs um so unfortunately I'm gonna have to raise my prices because I give a real bespoke service and I want to the people I take on I want to invest more time with them um you know and I can't do that if there's 20 people I can't spend that much time 20 five people a month that's fine for me and um, it means I can still do my stuff at home. I can build my online community and I can do the rescue work and I can do the kickboxing gym and climbing up mountains. So yeah. it's just a uh, good balance. Um, but something's got to give, you know. I couldn't continue doing everything I was. So something has to give. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do, 100%. Well, you know it is. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, <clears throat> I understand you met Philip Schofield and Holly. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that experience like it was it was quite surreal I mean I um I get quite nervous speaking in front of people so I do do workshops um seminars and stuff but actually it was really nice sat on the couch with them it was like being yeah. in someone's home and I wasn't scared or worried at all I was more scared about Russell so Russell is my pet rook um I went on there because they they found my story after 
the Russell Crowe retweeted it. And um, it was just a light-hearted story. And often when they do the This Morning Memories, he comes up all the time and it's like, ah! But yeah, they were they were quite... I don't know. It's, it's They're just normal people in the day. When you meet them, they're just, yeah, just like talking, you know. Um, didn't get to spend too much time with them, but I saw behind the scenes, had my makeup done, met lots of other people there, famous people there at the time. And, you know, I'll never forget that experience. And actually, um, I was invited to go on uh, the BBC Breakfast Expert panel talking about pet behaviour. Yeah. So that was last Christmas. I did it on uh, Christmas Eve. Of all, oh, wow. drove up to Manchester. Um, yeah, and I was I was actually very nervous more about that because the focus wasn't on Russell anymore. It was on me and my yeah. business. So as before it was about Russell, it was just about me. And that's what made me worried because we we're talking about fireworks and Christmas celebrations. And it's one of those subjects that's quite sensitive and hard to talk about. But, um, yeah. it, I, was, I was just amazed and I got so much support for that. People were just like, it's brilliant, Helen. And I came across really well on TV, so it's great. So oh, it's very happy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I should have said at the beginning, really, I do apologize. You, you've been voted one of the top 50 women, same as your friend Lisa, it was on last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was for um, the animal welfare. And obviously my work with Russell, but I, I got hundreds of votes and it was just amazing how much support I got for that. Um, I got a little plaque at the race course now, my name. And it's just like oh, wow. my, 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 my dad and my mum are so proud. My dad always goes on about it, tells all his friends about it. And um, it's just something nice, isn't it? Yeah, yes. oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, deserved, um, I would say as well. But yeah. Um, so with anyone watching that's kind of, because obviously starting out in anything. Yeah. Um, is that uh, I don't think I can, and we have we you talk you mentioned imposter syndrome. Yes, so yeah. I think that's something that affects all of us at some point, and even now I get it myself every now and then. Yeah. Like, no, you know, come on, we're gonna do it. <laughs> I love it when it happens to me actually, because it's like eh, I'll show I'll show me. <laughs> I think um, because we care and we get at our jobs. That's why we get the imposter syndrome. You know, some of the biggest yeah. names, they still get it. Um, and we're too much about labelling ourselves. So people go, oh, oh, am I a pet behaviourist? I don't like calling myself a dog trainer. And I'm like, it's just a label. Just describe yeah. the job that you do. And it's like you, when you came on, you're like, mindset coach? Am I a mindset coach? You know, and it's like, ooh, I don't know. But that's the imposter syndrome kicking in. So I, 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 I'm proud of, you know, what I do. And, you know, I we all have to start somewhere, you know, and as long as you're shadowing, you're getting results, you're being kind, you're being brave, you're being you, as long as you're getting those results, then, you know, call yourself these names, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it's not about that. It's about you caring and showing that passion. Like I said, getting results is the main thing in an ethical way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, it's, Sorry, just, it's just really big in our industry where there, there, a lot of people do not believe in themselves. Even the ones that have got master's degree, they still do not believe in themselves. And where does it stop? How much further can you go at the end of the day? Are you going to spend the rest of your life getting more degrees after degrees, or are you just going to get on and do it and do the work? That's the question, really. Yeah. I, I think you were at the event Robin did earlier in the year. Um, mm. And Kate 
Kate Hunter, and she said, so it was really great advice, and it's so simple, but what if it does work? Yeah. You know, what if you do well? Um, yeah. And I think something as simple as that is just, you know, I'm not sure, just flip it around. What if it does work? You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got Ben Nevis again, December. Yeah. Yeah. What's what beyond there? Are we going to Everest? Oh, that'd, that'd be amazing, amazing, wouldn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking about doing half a marathon maybe next year, and gonna do the tough mudder. So I'm doing a bit of training for that. Um, who knows? So. Uh, but I guess that's business as well. Well, it's just life in general. So do you find setting these goals, have you always set these like little goals of like how to yeah. that helps you develop as well? Yeah, I'm I'm very much about goal setting, but I try and not give myself too much of a hard goal. So yeah. um when I when I started PPN, Pet Professional Network, I was like 100 members. And then I, I said to myself by year three, I want 400 members. And we got that. And then 700, we're looking at next year. Um, it's not so much about the amount, the amount of members, but I want I want the word will to travel the word to travel across the globe. And you know the potential is there to really help much many more pet pros and raise the standards the standards of animal welfare. And I, if I can reach out to more people and yeah, more trusted businesses and. Um, yeah, I just think it's about pushing forward, isn't it? And I think it's important to have these small goals and a timeline as well. But don't don't make them unachievable. I mean, the free peaks that was just ridiculous. I'm I'm surprised I achieved that, but I suppose I had to once I was up there. I had to get down. It's not like a yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but I think I think those things are, are really important. They they at the time I, I know what you mean I've been you know when we've done things like that where it's just oh my god I just want to stop my body is about to give in or you know I'm cold yeah. so afterwards yeah it is and actually it, it's not nice when you, you know it's not great when you're going through those experiences but afterwards you can you can look back and think yeah. well, actually that was hard but I got through it and I did it so um yeah. and yeah, with the, and I, sorry go on Helen I was just saying I'm um, I'm going to the gym a lot because I want to build my muscles up. So that's another thing. Like by this time next year, I hope I'll just be more toned and just happy, you know, more healthy. You know. Yeah. yeah. So and with the pet professional network, so that's like, did you was that did you start that first or did you start social pause first? How did they all come social about? Pause, yeah, social pause has been going about ten years now. Um, yeah. Give or take. I mean, I, I did do dog walking when I was 14 um but I didn't really class that as a business it was just down you know walking people's friends dogs um but yeah a pet professional network came um f three years ago and um I said to Robin about the idea and he said just go for it and I said but now's not the right time and he's like well when is when is it going to be the right time for you so it's actually because of Robin he did push me and then next day I said right I've set it up now and he was like what I was like, yeah, yeah, I set up. You told me to, didn't you? And he's like, didn't expect you to do it straight away, Helen. Um, I was thinking maybe next year, Helen, not now. And I was like, well, you said not, you know, well, when is a good time for it? And yeah. it's such a niche service as well. There was nothing like it. Mm. And I think that's the hardest thing because even now I have people message me saying I don't get it. And I'm like, it's just um, a networking community where you get 
best business support from entrepreneurs and you can grow your business, have more confidence and get the clients you truly deserve. So in a nutshell, it's just business support community. And there's not much around like that in this industry. I know there's a lot of networking groups out there, but specifically for this niche, you know. So I totally get that. My, my business is probably a little bit similar there's, there's a few more now but before there was just there was nothing um and i think it is so important to you know, i like now going out outside of there for my a lot of my coaching because I, I meet interesting people but i think anyone that started that, um and it, I, I think you wanted the first like i've never heard of anyone doing that but i know the importance of it and it mm. i guess they got that support network of other professionals within this I mean our Facebook group is crazy like crazy engagement people posting constantly sharing their success stories and other coaches coming in the group and giving their support and I've never known anything like it it's just so supportive but it's not it's not just down to me it's the community they are what make the community special so you know the Facebook group is an amazing community is that is that a free group for that one so we have a free group um, and then we have the paid members group. So the free group, I just come in and I give some sort of inspirational advice, some foundation support. But in the paid community, that's where they get their resources, their templates, the webinars. Um, we're now doing online courses that they can complete and get a certificate. But I always say like the free group, you get the inspiration, but the paid group is where the accountability happens. It's when the results happen. So some people choose to stay in a free group but the paid group is where the good stuff happens. Then they can yeah. become a you know, member as well. So Yeah, well, everyone needs a coach. So, um, and you've you've walked a path and you're still walking a path and um, obviously yeah. you've set the other stuff through it. Uh, and what sort of, so with, with that, um, is that just people, that just anyone that works for animals, so it could be horses or um, dogs or, or whatever? Yes, yeah, it's just domesticated animals, really. Um, I mean, the primary thing is more dogs, I'd say, but we are open to anybody working with any pets. Um, they have to be kind. They have to be ethical. They have to be a trusted business. So they go through an assessment process, which takes me an hour, could take me longer. And I check all their Facebook pages, their websites. Um, I get references and they have to complete a form saying that they they do X, Y, and Z. Um, and then when they join, they get... Um, like badges to say they're a registered order or they've done first aid training and then they get a logo to say what kind of member they have they are so we've got like three levels of membership at the moment so yeah it works really nicely they're like trust the trader trustthetrader.com but um with this you get more kind of the mindset support and the growth in the community not just a listing on a directory if that makes sense yeah yeah no i um so so it's the business support as well as the yeah everything else oh that's i think that's really good i think it's important definitely um yeah. do you so if someone was like thinking of starting out in you know i, I meet a lot of animal lovers and mm-hmm. and stuff and I, and I always feel if if something's your passion then it's the thing to most of the time i'd say it's the thing to work with um so do you get is it good for someone that wanted to start out in in on that you know they, they want to do that but they're maybe doing you know normal nine to five yeah yeah so we have two types of people that join ppn 
um, long-term business owners that really want to push to the next level or people who've just started up. Now, I see if they've just started up, they may not even have a website or Facebook page. So once they've got all that on board, then they get all their badges and everything. They still be a professional member, but they might not be like, you know, practicing as such yet. But we give them the tools to then become a practicing member. And then obviously, you know, they still need to be ethical. They still need to consider the type of methods they're using training dogs. Um, I suppose you liken it to kickboxing. I'm sure there's safe ways of doing it and not so safe way so i have to ensure they know all this stuff if they're joining the community so yeah yeah, yeah brilliant oh i love it wow and so so where where we're we heading with that now because you, you did say before we come live where, where are you uh, at with that? so that's yeah. years. amazing yeah we've got 460 members now so we've opened up membership this week um, we only open up every two months unless you're on the waiting list. Um, and we usually let in about 20 to 30 people because it's a very personalised experience. They have to make sure they're, they're on board, they're doing the accountability tasks. Um, they really understand the ethos of the community. So, uh, like I said earlier, hopefully I want to grow it bigger. But with that, you know, I'll need more people on board supporting me with the admin team. And I probably would like another Helen to help me one day but it's just choosing that person who's like me because it needs to be someone I mean Robin's great he's part of the community and he dips in and out um but obviously Robin is a very busy man himself you know I don't expect him to always be there but I'd like someone to come on board and help me more so yeah. well, best luck. one's always busy there that's the problem <laughs> yeah, you can't clone yourself um I think sometimes <laughs> uh, could be someone different though don't have to be like me but the same ethics and ethos like maybe it'd be good to have someone who's a little bit different to me but um I have a style of writing and a style of way I do it and I I don't know you'd have to replicate that with someone someone would have to understand my style I suppose because otherwise it'd confuse my members I'd be saying something and then someone would be saying something else and they're like hang on a minute I'm confused so you need yeah. to be in my style which is why Robin is great because obviously Robin is my business coach and he's taught a lot of what I know today um in a combination of the other skills I've learned so Robin gets it and it's rarely that me and Robin will say something different there are sometimes I'd be like well actually I did it that way Robin right and you know but overall we really sync well together so Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Well, that, that definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. But I, you, you made me think of, because um, I, I, I mentioned about your Thanos glove behind you. Yeah. Before we came on. And uh, um, I, I said to you about, oh, yeah, I, I was a bit this comic geek, and you were saying, oh, you, that's good for your, your mindset coach. I was like, oh, yeah, but I talked about that. So uh, just remind me what I said about Justice League. So having a team is important sometimes that you can't have a team Superman, right? Yeah, it's all about the team, honestly. You need, you need a community of like-minded people and you need to help and support each other. It's not, I always thought I was about me. Helen's the face behind the business. And yeah, okay, I, I kind of am for social cause, but I'm stepping away in that sense from PPN saying, look, it's not just about Helen. PPN yeah. is the community. There are other people like me in PPN. We've got so many coaches on board now, our affiliates who do an amazing job. So I want to just say, look, guys, it's not all about Helen because otherwise it's 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 a constant job for me because people are messaging me constantly. 
I say, look, guys, you know, um, you can message me. It's really important. But if not, just ask on the group. And if I don't answer it, someone else can. And then if they can't answer it, just tag me in. Because otherwise, I can't do the group program if I've got so many people messaging me all the time. Because again, you have, it's, it's, your time is valuable. So. No, I get that. I understand. I, I, I get your message about, can you book me into this class? And, and I feel like I could do this. No, can you message so and so? Asking me questions, and I, it's so hard because I, I my my first instinct is always to answer something. Um, yes, same here. Do what's been asked because it's just simple. But no, hang on, I pay people for this, and um, uh, so yeah, it's important. So just remind me some actually. I write, I read, remember reading Robbie Williams' book autobiography or biography, whatever, years ago. And it, it took a while to get my head around it because he kept talking about the band. And I thought, what are you on about band? Robbie Williams, you're on your own. But it's not, is it? He, he, he mm. is a person, but the band is Robbie Williams. And yeah. I guess the, the same thing with yourself, really. It's, yeah. There's the yeah. other part that come with it. Um, well, listen, thank you so much for coming on this evening. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. No, yeah, glad to get you on. And um, before we finish up, um, is there any, anything you want to share that you got coming up or about any of the, the stuff that you um, do? So a big shout out to Russell's Rescue. We urgently need land. Um, we're at capacity. We need our land. Um, so if anyone knows any land going in Gloucestershire, um, got a 20K budget at the moment, but could push it a bit higher, we'd be really grateful. And that would be my dream to get my land and do some dog training on the land as well. So anyone, anywhere, I ask everyone I meet, but sadly, land is hard to find. So. Uh, and Russell's Rescue, yeah, Russell's Rescue, just to remind them, everyone that's watching, that's yeah. um, that's for the, the bird rescue, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, okay, let's get on the case. If it was Paul, it'd be Chase is on the case. <laughs> I used to love Paul Patrol is just uh, calling me for something. But anyway, you'll have to wait a minute. Sorry, Emmett. Uh, well, thank you, Anna. It's been a pleasure having okay. you on. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. All right. Fine. Uh, I'll speak to you in a minute. I'm just going to pop you in the waiting room. I'll come and speak to you in about two seconds. Okay. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. So thanks for watching. If you've got something from that, if you've got any questions for Helen, drop them in the comments below. And please share um, and subscribe. And then you stay updated with the videos uh, you know, coming out each week and the interviews that I'm doing. Thank you, everyone. I will see you all next week. Same back time, same back channels. Bye-bye.